You're listening to the Loop Page Podcast, and today's episode is all about your standards are keeping you stuck where you are. All right, here we go. You're listening to the Luke Page Podcast, the number one podcast specifically made for coaches. Get ready for out-of-the-box conversations from the world's leading coaches and experts. We're going to be talking all things business, health, happiness, and just being the most amazing human being that you can. Why? Well, I ask, why not? You see, we're only here once. We've got one life, so let's make this thing count. I believe that we can have it all. All the money, all the love, all the joy, all the success, all the excitement. I'm here for all of it. And if you are too, then come along with me. Let's do this. I have a confession. My confession is um, when I'm doing solo podcasts, I don't really know what to say to get the podcast started. And um, we're just, this one here, I'm sitting here thinking about how do I start this thing? Like once I get going, I'm all good. But like, I'm how do I start it? I'm still like getting used to the solo podcast because um, uh, when it comes to interviewing guests, having people on, I'm all good. When I've got someone to kind of bounce ideas off and hit questions at and everything like that, I'm good at that. But when it comes to doing solo episodes, I'm not as strong in my mind. What do you think? Do you find that my solo episodes are okay? Are they a little bit like, oh, yeah, you're losing it, Luke. You need a little bit of work. So uh, there's my confession. There's my vulnerability. So uh, it's a work in progress. Um, so we're going to be talking about standards today. Your standards are keeping you stuck where you are. Oh, now before we get into today's episode, we've got an amazing show for you today. Um, I've got a question for you. Are you struggling with, and this is completely unrelated. Well, I guess it could relate to some degree today with today's episode, but um, it kind of is unrelated. Question, are you struggling with creating content? In particular, engaging content, yeah? Do you struggle with consistency sometimes? Sometimes, you know, one week you're posting content, then the next week you're kind of gone, and week after that you're smashing it. And the week after that you're a little bit more quiet. Um, you know, you're putting in all this effort week after week after week with creating content because, you know, gee, it's a, it's a tough game, the gold content game sometimes. So you're putting in all this effort, you're learning all this stuff, you're trying all these things, but it sometimes seems that no matter what you do, you're just not getting the return on all the effort that you're putting in. All the time you're putting in. It's not getting a return. Much, Not much bang for your buck, as uh, some people say. Well, guess what? Introduce the steak knives. Um, if that's you, I got this idea the other day um, to run a workshop about content. You know what? And the, the truth is, is I've always had the idea, but the other day, um, I got uh, almost like a, hey, Luke, you know that idea about that content workshop that you've always kind of had in the back of your mind that you'll do one day? Uh, I got a tap on the shoulder to go, hey, Luke, it's time to do that thing. And I think the big reason why is because our content, the engagement of our content um, really dipped down uh, maybe about one to two months ago. And um, basically... What I, I went, I, I basically uh, realized that because we do stats every single um, week. So on Mondays, we have a look at the stats across our business. And one of them has got to do with uh, how our content's performing on different platforms and everything like that. 
And our content dropped basically on every platform. And um, look, it's uh, at the time of recording this, it's it's late July. You know, a lot of my my market is the American market, and they do say there's talk on you know there's talk in, in on in the uh, the coaching world that hey, when America goes on summer break, I'll try to do it in an American accent. Hey, when uh, America goes on summer break, everyone's out enjoying the sun, y'all. <laughs> don't know what accent that was. Um, but because of everyone's apparently out there enjoying the sun and in the beach and all that type of thing, people are using their phones less, which means less people and less users on Instagram and all those platforms, which ultimately and naturally will result in lower engagement for creators. That's the talk of the town. Now, it could be true, yeah, but I like to come from a position of responsibility, okay, as opposed to going, COVID's the reason why my business failed? Damn it, COVID. Or, you know, summer break is the reason why my engagement sucks right now. As opposed to doing that, which we can, you know, we can do that, but it doesn't help us. It doesn't solve anything. It doesn't doesn't help our engagement go back up. So coming from a position of taking responsibility, which is one of our values for our business, taking full responsibility, I said, cool, this is what's happened. Engagement's dropped just like so many others. What have I got to do to get the engagement back up? Not only get it up, but get it higher than it was. And uh, I basically went on project, get our in content, roaring again, roaring on fire, bustling, hot, sizzling, ecstatic. And uh, anyway, um, long story short, we succeeded. We succeeded in turning our content around. And um, I thought, okay, I've always thought about doing this a workshop on content, creating content. You know, being I've been creating content. In the coat for a long, long time. Like, um, uh, I actually I, I created I ever created content 15 years ago, like when YouTube was like in the early days. Um, but in particular, you know, creating co- creating content for coaches for the last five six years. But yeah, I've always like I love creating content. I don't love creating it, you know, every single week that type of thing. And um, hey, if I didn't have to, I wouldn't but it's kind of a big part of the business. Um, But in general, when I get to kind of, when I'm in flow state with my content, I enjoy it, yeah, because I'm a creator. But anyway, sometimes, um, you know, when you are, and this is what happens with the coaching industry, when you've got to create content, because if you don't create content, you're going to lose your relevance. You're going to lose the attention of your audience. Um, You know, the content and our content's the gateway to us signing a lot more clients so it's a really important part of our business and if we're loving it and we're enjoying the process then our results are probably going to be a lot different compared to if we're not enjoying it i think that what happens a lot of the time because it's almost like we have to do it becomes a bit of like a you know a repetitive chore and then we lose the excitement the joy in it and then things just start kind of unraveling and you know everything happens from there so anyway um what, where, where was I? What, what am I talking about? Where am I? Like, who am I? Where was I? All right, so I was talking about a, uh, an idea to create this content workshop. So anyway, whatever it was, a month or two ago, our engagement dropped, and I'm like, okay, project, get our engagement back with our content, 
back up. Fast forward to me recording this now. It's the end of uh, July and our content's gone back up. And it wasn't an accident. Here's the thing. It wasn't an accident because I put things in place purposely to get it back up. And not only get it back up, but kind of exceeding where we were previously. And that idea for creating the content workshop, um, even though I've always had the idea, it's like, okay, Luke, it's time to do this content creation workshop simply because your engagement dropped down and then you followed a few little rules to get it back up. And it's a few of these rules that I followed are easy to follow for yourself. So I wanted to share this in the content workshop. And you know its name I've given it? Are you ready? So by the way, you know, if that's you, you're struggling with um, creating engaging content. Sometimes you struggle with consistency. You know, you're putting all this effort in. You just feel like you're not getting the reward. Yeah, you're not getting the growth that you deserve. And you're a little bit like, what do I do from here? How do I make my content awesome? How do I get my audience to listen? How do I get their attention? How do I cut through all the noise? How do I move people? Not only to get them to engage with you, but so they can turn into clients, sales. So introducing, ladies and gentlemen, Netflix, your content. It is a one-hour workshop that's going to teach you how to create consistently engaging content that effortlessly grows your audience and gets people DMing you asking to work with you. Ooh, wow. Do you like the messaging for that? Oh, I kind of like the messaging. It. It, it makes me want to go to my own workshop. That's how good the messaging is. I'm, that's my opinion anyway. You might think it's different. But I tell you what. It's making me want to rock up to my own workshop. So I'm excited for this. So uh, if you want to come along, then fingers crossed you are listening to this in time because uh, we're going to be running this on uh, Wednesday, August the 2nd at 1.30 Pacific time, 1.30 p.m. Pacific time. So if you're living over in New York or you're in the Eastern time zone, it's going to be a few hours ahead of that. Uh, if you're going to be living in Australia... You're in Australia, mate, you know, in Melbourne or Sydney. That's going to be the next day on, uh, it's going to be Thursday morning at 6.30 a.m. Uh, and if you're in London, it's going to be about 9.30 p.m. Now, I get it, these time zones, look, me living in Australia, it sucks sometimes. Look, best country in the world, right? But when it comes to dealing with people all over the world where a big part of my market is in America as well as London, um, it's very hard to line up a perfect time for everyone. Um, I just find that 6.30 in the morning Australian time is the best attempt to try and line up all these time zones at once. And there's a good chance that uh, these times aren't the most suitable or perfect for you. I'm going to say that if you are kind of the person I described there with the content, if that's you and you like the idea of, okay, I want to know how to create consistent engaging content, hey, I want that. That grows my bloody audience. And hey, and also gets people DMing me asking to work with me. If I want that, hell yeah, then cool. You got a little challenge possibly, which is getting to this thing live, which might not be the most convenient time. 
Um, you know, if you're in London, it's 9.30 p.m. Hey, if you go to bed at 9.30 p.m., not the most convenient. If you live in Australia, it's 6.30 a.m. That might be a bit early for you. If you live in WA, like Western Australia, it's going to be 4.30 a.m. Not the most convenient. This is what I say to... This is what I say to people when it comes to getting to coaching calls and workshops and things like that, which they know that they need, yeah? But it's not the most convenient time. Business isn't convenient. Business ain't convenient. Business ain't convenient. Your dreams aren't convenient. Your greatness isn't convenient. So if you continue to play the game in your life where it's like, I am only going to attend, rock up, take action, move forward unless it's convenient, then guess what? You're going to have a big F on your forehead, which is fail. You aren't going to make it. You aren't going to make it because Everything in your path and journey to get what you want is so inconvenient. So here's another inconvenient gift being presented to you. Um, Put it this way. You rock up to this workshop, you're going to learn some awesome stuff. I don't run workshops where it's this all fluffy crap and, you know, I sell something at the end. Nah, 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 nah. It's hands-on stuff. You know, we go through, it's legit workshops. Legit, you're working on your business, you're walking away with stuff you never would have done without attending the workshop and you're walking away a better version of yourself just for attending for an hour. So, uh, yes, August 2nd, Wednesday, 1.30 p.m. Pacific time. Otherwise, you know, if you're in London or wherever you live, right? Or Australia or somewhere else in Europe. Then uh, work out the time converters and get your ass there. I hope to see you there. Hope to see you there. Um, we're going to be going through some awesome stuff. And I'm going to be sharing the exact steps that uh, we followed, the single easy steps that we followed to turn our content around that anyone can follow. It's not hard stuff. Uh, you don't have to dance. You don't have to act. You don't have to mime. Unless you want to, of course. None of that stuff. Just following some simple rules and practices that you probably just aren't following right now. So if you want to grab your spot for free, uh, head to go.lukepage.com.au forward slash Netflix. Um, I'm also going to put the link in the show notes for you to do that. Okay, anyway, let's get into this thing. Woo! What an intro. Far out. That was 15 minutes. 15 minutes of talking about my workshop um okay so guess what i want to talk about uh, let's let's switch let's digress let's transition let's mold let's chameleonize what a word chameleonize uh i don't think it's a word but it is now let's come i'm gonna go with that let's chameleonize into the episode today and talk about your standards your standards are keeping you stuck where you are. So last week I was um I was up in I live in Melbourne. I was uh, up in Sydney, which is a city in Australia. Australia. And I was up there for an acting job. Um, I do a bit of acting on the side. And uh, I landed this acting job back in April. Awesome. It's been the it's it's been the the biggest and best job that I've landed. Um and basically, it's like we 
um, it's for a hotel company and I've just got to, um, they've got different hotels around Australia. And all I've got to do is I've just got to use their facilities um, and they film me because they're creating ads for their hotel, right? So I've just got to, you know, eat at their restaurant and they're, you know, they're filming me eating at their restaurant. Um, drink their cocktails and they feel me drinking their cocktails and swimming in their pool and running on their treadmills and doing weights. So it's very easy, very easy stuff. Um, and basically the, 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 the job consists of um, three different locations around Australia. So three filming days around Australia and um, it's spread across a, a few months, right? So we don't do it all at once. So we've done the Melbourne shoot. We just did the Sydney shoot. So it's like everything's paid for. Airfares, accommodation, all meals, absolutely. Plus I get paid good money to do it. Um, so we just, I was up in Sydney last week doing that shoot for the day. And uh, it was nighttime. I had a kind of big day of filming and uh, <laughs> big day of filming and uh, anyway, I'm lying in bed and I, uh, I'm i watching a, a look at this. I bought Matthew, Mc, you know, Matthew McConaughey, the actor. He's um He brought out a course. I don't know if you've read his book called Green Lights. If you haven't, go listen to it. And when I say listen to it, go download the audio book. Don't buy the book. Go listen to the audio book. And the reason being is that Grace, basically Green Lights is him telling stories about his life and teaching the learnings that he's learned through his life experiences, right? So by listening to his stories, not only are they crazily entertaining um, and just him, how he speaks, you know, he's got an amazing voice and he's an actor, so he does different characters' voices and things like that. Um, Just by not only hearing his, his stories, which are really entertaining, the learnings and lessons that you'll get from hearing his stories really make you look at yourself, make it look at your own life, give you different perspectives, go from complaining to be grateful. So it's a, uh, it's just one of those books that a feel good book, a feel good book that makes you walk away and make changes, small changes in your life. Um, so anyway, I, I come across this book and did that last year or whatever. Then he released like a, a course where his little short course that was like the continuation of his book. His book was like kind of telling him, telling stories about his life and his learnings. Um, but then the short course was almost like, well, here's how you can implement what I've learned in my life into your own life. That's what the short course was about. So I'm, I'm watching his short course on my laptop and he's talking about, uh, he talks about journaling. And how he journals. He journals uh, twice a day, morning and night. And I have journaled before. I've never loved it. And I've journaled because of my mentors have journaled. And they're just like, hey, I journal. You should journal. I'm just like, all right, well, my mentors are journaling. I want something that they've got. So they're journaling. They like it. It's good for them. I'm going to do it. But it's always been a task not that I want, like, you know, I've never loved it. I've kind of like, oh, this is a, just ticking the box and I don't really enjoy the process of it, but I'm going to do it. So I've done it in the past before, but uh, I haven't done it in, I don't know how long, maybe a year or something like that. I mean, I might journal here and there, but not consistently, yeah. So anyway, good old Matthew McConaughey, who I've got a bit of a bromance for. He talks about journaling. 
and how he does it morning and night and the reason why he doesn't and the reason why I should consider it. And I'm like, you know what? I might try this journaling thing again. So I started journaling last week. And uh, I started with basically dumping out just anything and everything that come to mind. So just like what I'm feeling in the moment, you know, what I'm, uh, you know, what's on my mind? What am I excited about? What am I worried about? What am I frustrated about? What am I hopeful about? Just like dumping all these thoughts, anything and everything that came to my mind. And after a couple of days of doing this, yeah, morning, night, morning, night, morning, night, I kind of reflected, come to the fourth day and I'm like, you know, I'm going to reflect on what I've actually written on these pages. And I made a massive discovery here. I made a massive discovery. Now, I'm a, uh, I'm a, I'm a generally positive person, yeah? If, you had to just, if I had to describe myself, I'd say, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a positive person. I'm an optimist. Now, it doesn't mean that I'm a, a robot and a machine. It doesn't mean that I don't sometimes be negative and don't sometimes be pessimistic and don't sometimes complain and all that stuff. But in general, I swing to the side of positivity, optimism and all that. Um, and I looked on these pages of these three days worth of journal entries, morning and night, morning and night, morning and night. And guess what? Guess what I discovered? I discovered some thoughts in my mind that were obviously clearly in there, but until I wrote it down on the page, I don't think I realized how much it was in there. So across these three days, there's a combination of things that I feared, things that I was worried about, things that were making me anxious and frustrated and angry, things that I was complaining about. And on the other side of that, there was also things that I was happy about, things that I was excited about, things that I was proud of, things I was looking forward to. And you might be like, okay, cool, Luke, what's the point of all this? Like, what's so bad about that? It's pretty normal. And hell yeah, it is. It's normal. But I looked at it and I'm like, wow, what's something that stood out to me was my standards, my standards. It made me realize that by looking at the three days of journal entries that, ooh, my standards are good. Reading this, my I've got good standards. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh, I've got good standards. I can tell by reading these pages that I've got good standards in my life, across my life. If you had to average it out, good standards. Now, you might be like, cool, Luke, congratulations. All right, well, guess what? It's not a good thing. Not a good thing. Having good standards, it's not a good thing. Um, I learned this. Um, I learned this thing back when I was in sales. Um, Jordan Belfi, Wolf of Wall Street. Remember that dude? I did his sales course years ago, years and years and years ago, at least ten years ago. Um, paid a thousand bucks for it. Probably made me about a hundred thousand um, dollars. Learned heaps from it, 
and I remember one little thing that still stuck out to me today where he talked about standards, yeah? And when I heard this, I'm like, ooh, that's a bit of a uh, perceptive, perceptive? Perspective, pardon me, perspective shift. You know when you say words and you're kind of like, is that a right word? What did I say before? I said something, I was on my phone to my mum and uh, Courtney heard me. She laughed. I said something. It was anyway. I said a word and it wasn't right. And Courtney laughed at me because I'm like, oh, can't remember the word. Anyway, um, so here's the thing with standards, right? If we had, if you had, I'm going to ask you, right? If you had poor, no, you know what? Let's go someone. If someone had poor standards, what type of results do you reckon they'll get? They had poor standards. Yell it out. You're in the car, I want you to yell it out loud. You're at the gym, I want you to yell it out loud. If you're walking the dog, I want you to yell it out loud. What type of standards, someone who had poor standards, what type of results would they get? Uh, i tell you what they would get, they'll get no results. If you've got poor standards in life, yeah, you ain't getting results. Now, you probably come here and listening to this podcast for your business. So let's relate it to your business. You got poor standards in your business. You ain't getting results. Okay? None. Zero. Zero results. Now let's move it up. What happens if you had average results? Sorry. <laughs> average bloody standards. What if you had average standards? What type of results would you get? You get poor results. If you've got average standards in your business, you will get poor results. All right, let's move it up. What happens if you had good standards? Good standards. Now, most people would think, well, you're going to get good results. Well, no, you got good standards, you get good results. Here's the thing. Here's the breakthrough that I got. Good standards don't get you good results. Good standards actually get you average results. Think about this for a second. You know, you got all these coaches trying to grow their business, yeah? Trying to grow their business. It takes more than just a mediocre approach to try and grow your business, yeah? You want to get to the top. You can't be playing at a mediocre level. So what do most people do, yeah? They take their standards knowing that, hey, if I just have average standards in my business, I ain't going to make it. So what they do is they upgrade, they push themselves to have good standards because they're like, hey, if I get good standards, that's what's needed to break through. But so does everyone else. They say the same thing. So what happens is you're fighting in this competitive coaching world and you've raised your standards to like, hey, man, I've got good standards. Yeah, you know, I'm pushing myself and I'm looking after myself more and I'm doing harder things and I'm raising my standards and my standards, they're good. Yeah, my mindset's better. I've increased my standards and now they're good. But so has everyone else. And when you do what everyone else does, what type of results do you think you're going to get? Average results. Oh, hold with me here. Hold with me here. If you have good standards, you will not get good results. 
you get average results. And trust me, average results, you're not going to be happy with it. Okay, cool. You don't want average results, right? What do you want? You want good and great results. So what type of standards do you have to have to get good and great results? Dun, 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 dun. Can you guess? Well, it's not good standards. Outstanding standards. Outstanding standards is what is required to get good and great results. Now, what's the difference between good standards and outstanding outstanding standards? What's the difference? How the hell do you go from good to outstanding? Because I'm hearing you right now. You're going, what? I've got to go from good to outstanding? It's already hard enough to keep the standards that I'm at, the good standards, you know, the getting up and the working extra and following through my word and you know, doing things I don't want to do. I'm already pushing myself, Luke. How the hell do I raise it even more? Here's the crazy thing about all this is that going from good to outstanding is only tiny. It's that little bit more. It's that little bit more, that 1% to 2%. And here's the truth is that we've all got more to give. You've got more to give. You've got more to give. But in the moments where you need to remind yourself that you have got that extra more to give, you're not saying that, hey, I've got more to give. You're not trying to look for it. You're not trying to push yourself. And the metaphor is the simple one is the exercise, yeah? The exercise. You've got 10 reps. You go, okay, I'm going to get to 10. You push one, two, three, four, five. You start getting fatigued, but you're like, I've got five left, six, seven. Now you're getting tired, but you've got three left, eight, nine. You're like, okay, just one more. 10 and you stop now could have you gone to 11 <laughs> I bet you could that's more could have you gone to 12 you know what you actually could have and the real true results the things that take us from just the average and where everyone else sits is when we stop doing 10 reps And it's when we start doing 11 and 12 reps. Because the absolute giver-uppers in life won't even get to 10. Yeah? They'll they'll tap out at 6 or 7. The people who have good standards that go, yep, I said I'm going to do 10, so I'm going to push to 10. They'll get to 10. The people who have outstanding standards, the ones that get all the results, the good and great results, the results that you're wanting, They push to 11 and 12 because no one else will push to 11 and 12. Everyone cans it at 10. Oh, so think about things in your business right now. Think about where you're just doing what's required. Yeah? Think about things in your business where you're just doing what's required. You're doing your 10 reps. It's not like you're giving up. It's not like you're not doing what you're saying, but you're just doing your 10 reps. When you ask yourself that question, 
you'll actually probably realize that shit. <laughs> I'm just doing what's required, but doing what's required doesn't get the results and the growth that you're wanting. So, bringing it back to the journal, right? Three days of entries, morning and night, and on this page, I could just see that, Luke, you've got good standards. Wow. And even though, if you ask me, Luke, how are your standards in life and how you conduct yourself and how you show up in business? I'd be like, yeah, they're great. But the words on my journaling page told a different story. And this was a massive breakthrough for me because I'm like, oh, I thought I was operating one way. I thought I was thinking one way, but I wasn't. My standards had slipped. So I'm like, okay, cool. Well, simple. I knew the standards rule. I knew the game. Good standards leads to average results. I knew that, okay, Luke, you've got to, you got to get your standards back up, mate. You got to increase them, improve them, and raise them from good to outstanding. So it's time to work and focus on that. Here's the cool thing about this. Is what I love, and I always talk about vetting yourself. You've got to vet yourself, just like you know. We I was talking about stats earlier. We do stats in our business every single Monday. We look at all these different numbers in our business. And when we look at it, you know, everything always goes up and down. Always up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. A great week with numbers, bad week with numbers, mediocre week. Always goes up and down. But if we don't have the awareness of what's going up or what's going down or what's going sideways, if we do not have the awareness of it, how the hell are we going to make any changes to get what we actually want and get it to where we want? And it's the same deal for us. So always vetting ourselves is the key because we're going to have moments where we're flying and unbeatable and we're going to have moments where we are down in the dumps and we're going to have moments just like I had here where I thought I was flying, but in reality, I wasn't. You see, the stats tell the truth. You know how you get like a feeling, it's kind of like, oh man, my, my, my content's been really good lately, or my content's been really crappy lately. You've got a feeling, but do you have the numbers there to back it up, the stats, the hard stats, so you can take the emotion out of it and go, cool, I've got this feeling, but what are the numbers saying? So when we vet ourselves, it gives us an opportunity to uh, work all this stuff out. All right, where are I? Okay, so I've put down here, um, I want you to ask, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions here. I've written down four areas that when it comes to standard, because, okay, for starters, well, I should have explained this earlier. What is a standard? Hmm, a standard, if you ask me, what is a standard? A standard's like a benchmark, right? Um, you know, let's talk about your cleanliness in your house where you live. Um, we've all got standards, of how we like to keep our house in regards to how clean we like to keep it, right? Now, there will be days and times where your house is extra clean for whatever reason. And there'll be times for whatever reason where your house isn't as clean as it normally is. And it'll move and float between 
um, where your standards are and above your standards to below. And it kind of like is a wave and it goes up and down and up and down and up and down. But in general, an average level where it tends to sit is what a standard is. So if you've got a, a certain standard in how clean you keep your house, if your house starts getting untidy and it drops below your cleanliness standard, what will happen is that your brain will go, oh, it's time to do some house cleaning. Yeah. So that's what a standard is. And we have standards for health and um, relationships and cleaning and uh, how clean we keep our car, how clean we keep our house, completely different standards, right? We have standards for everything. Standards on um, treat people, um, uh, the amount of the amount that we listen, it's literally everything. Now, when it comes to business, I've created four areas that I feel when it comes to standards, these affect the results in our business the most. And I want you to ask yourself right now, be really honest. How do you, <clears throat> how do you score with these areas? Okay, so area number one is discipline. What are your standards when it comes to discipline? In your business. So discipline, following through with your word. When you say you're going to do something, you're going to do it. So what type of standards do you have when it comes to discipline on average? What do you just basically, it's a non-negotiable, yeah? That's what standard is. It's kind of like, hey, this is what I do. It's how I show up. Yes, it goes up and down sometimes, but I always bring it back to this level. I don't accept anything but this, right? When it comes to disciplining you following through with your word, what level are your standards? Are they poor? Are they average? Are they good? Or are they outstanding? Write this down if you can. Discipline, write down your level of standards. And remember, if you said, yeah, I've got good standards when it comes to discipline, what type of results does good get? average results now i'm not having a go at you like i've just confessed that my standards have been good yeah so i'm definitely not having a go at you um i did this episode because my standards haven't been where they need to be and i'm like i've got to share this with people and look if your standards have been average or poor then no judge like cool as awesome next one is discomfort when it comes to you facing things that are uncomfortable for you in your daily life and in, especially in your business, right? Doing things that make you uncomfortable. What are your standards for that? How much do you allow yourself and push yourself to be uncomfortable every day? Are your standards poor? Meaning that you disdain your comfort zone 24-7. Are they, um, are they average? Meaning that you might do it every now and then. It just like takes you so long to ever do something. Do you have good standards when it comes to discomfort? Do you like, yeah, look, I, I do push myself. Yeah. Or do you have outstanding sta- standards? You're like, you know what? I push myself. I focus on it every single day. Every single day I get uncomfortable. Third area, mindset, energy, vibe. I've kind of clunked these all together. When it comes to the health of your mind, your energy, your vibration, what are your standards? 
What do you accept and not accept? When it comes to your mind, your energy and your vibration, yeah, your mindset, do you have poor standards there on the thoughts that you think and what you're allowed to go into your mind? Do you have average standards? Do you have good standards? Or is it outstanding? Write these down because you need awareness. You need awareness of this. Just like I've had awareness and it's gone, sweet, Luke, congratulations. This is what's really happening. When we have awareness, then we can make changes. But until we're, if we're just running around like little robots on automatic mode and we don't have awareness, nothing's changing. Write this shit down. All right, the last area when it comes to your health. What are your standards for health? You being a happy, healthy person. The reason why I put health down is because if you haven't got health, you ain't showing up in your business. You just won't. You won't have the energy. If you're not healthy, you'll be sick. So when it comes to health, you being a healthy person, what are your standards? Are they poor? Are they average? Are they good? Are they outstanding? So I'm going to go over those four areas again quickly. So we've got discipline. What are your standards when it comes to discipline in your business? Following through with your word when it comes to discomfort. What are your standards when it comes to you facing your fears often? What about mindset, energy, and vibration? What are your standards when it comes to the thoughts that you're thinking, the vibration that you hold? And last one, your health. What are your standards? Now, I want you to take a look at that list. I want you to take a look at that bloody list. Discipline, discomfort, mindset, and health. Guess how many you need to have at the outstanding level? I would say all of them. All of them. And you'll be like, like, Luke, come on. Nah. Legit. Legit. Your dreams. Your, do, you know, do you realize your dreams? Let me think about this for a second. The dreams that you have... Everything that you want, the business success, the happiness, the freedom, the money, the changing people's lives, that opportunity, that life. There's like, what is it, 8 billion people in the world or something like that? That is, that life is so bloody rare. So rare. So rare. It is at the top of 1% of 1% of the 1% of the world. We're talking out of billions and billions of people, a small handful of people, the life and the dream that you're wanting, only few get in the whole world. Um, And if you're sitting there going, oh, Luke, but come on, that's a little bit extreme. Like you want me to have outstanding standards when it comes to my discipline and outstanding standards when it comes to the amount of discomfort that I face and outstanding standards when it comes to my mindset, energy and vibe and outstanding standards when it comes to my health. You Like that's a bit too much, Luke. Well, guess what? You won't get your dream. Now, the cool thing about this is uh, to get your dream, it doesn't come down to so much where what a lot of people think where it's like it's just down to talent it's how people look it's down to how good they are in their skills that plays a part and yeah you've got to build up your skill set right but if you don't back it with outstanding standards 
in discipline, discomfort, your mindset, energy, vibing, your health, you won't make it. When you have outstanding sta- standards for those four areas on a consistent basis over a long term, you will get everything that you want. You'll never hear a different message to that. All right, so how do we raise our standards now? Yeah, you've got to go from, we need a bit of an upgrade, right? And depending on what type of standards that you hold across those areas, whether it being poor, average or good, hey, you might already have a couple that are outstanding, right? So you've only got to work on one, two, whatever it is for you. How do we raise our standards? Well, uh, we live in a world where we wake up and we are living in a world that's designed to drag us down and pull us down. Absolutely designed. And unless you're living in some little fairy tale community, which you're listening to this, you aren't. Pretty simple. If you're listening to this episode, you are not living in a fairy tale community. Uh, you're living in a world that's similar to that I'm living in. You might be on a different side of the world, but you're living in a world that does this. You wake up, and if you've got a partner, your partner complains. Your partner is skeptical. Your partner's pessimistic. Or your family is the same skeptic, pessimistic. They complain. They're ungrateful. You wake up and you, uh, you turn the TV on. There's the good old news. And the news, what are they doing? The news is uh, spreading fear. Spreading this is what's bad's happening in the world today. Um, and then you walk outside and you go to the coffee shop. You go down to town, you go to the coffee shop. And then you get your coffee and the bloody cafe owner... Good old Terence, we'll call Terence the cafe owner. Terence is having a complain about the bloody roadworks because they're fixing the road. And Terence is like, ah, oh, the bloody roadworks, mate. Causing a racket. Ah, <laughs> uh, funny stuff. So we live in a world that's designed to pull us down. Simple as that. We do not live in a world and an environment that does the opposite. We live in a world that naturally pulls us down to complain, to bitch, to be ungrateful, to worry, to be anxious. Now, if that's what you're exposed to every single day, just like I am, and then you try and build your business, yeah? You're like, okay, I'm going to build my business. I'm living in a world that's designed to pull me down, but I'm going to build my business and I'm a happy, positive person because I'm a coach. What happens is that you might be like, I'm a happy, positive person. I'm doing my affirmations and I read my books on self-development and I don't listen to those people. But what happens is that because you're in the environment, you're being infected. You just can't see it. And that's what I discovered when I journaled. I was that coach where I'm like, I'm happy, I'm positive, I'm an optimist. But what I didn't know was that I was being infected. And it wasn't until I wrote down what I was thinking, my thoughts, 
It wasn't until I wrote it down and saw what was coming out of my mind that I'm like, ooh, I've been infected here. I've been pulled down by the world and I didn't know it. On the outside, I thought I was all good. But deep on the inside, my subconscious had been affected. And uh, which led to, because I'm this positive coach, right? It doesn't mean my standards are poor or average. They're still good. But like we said, good standards lead to average results. So we live in a world that pulls us down. So how the hell are we meant to get outstanding standards if that's what we live in? Because I don't know if you know Tony Robbins. Good old Tony. Tony, if you're, if you're listening out there, give me a holler. Give me a shout out, Tony. Will you? Um, Tony Robbins, if you don't know, he's probably the most world's famous coach. The world's, world's most famous coach, right? You go to any of his seminars and he's got seminars that just really, just personal power, right? They get the best version of you and high energy, that type of thing. Dancing and clapping and yelling and screaming and celebrating. You go to one of his seminars and, whoa, the energy that you feel is amazing. Just because there's so much love in the room. The energy is so high. You're constantly getting up and moving your body and dancing. You're celebrating because you're moving and changing your physiology. It completely affects the way that you feel. And in that state, yeah, when you are operating and building your business from that state, like being at a Tony Robbins seminar, nothing will stop you. Do you know why? Because when you're operating from such a high state, high vibration... You still have fears, but the fears will no longer be the thing that has the power. It will no longer be the thing that controls you, right? So, for example, a common fear. Let's just say you're scared to do live video. Now, whether you are scared to do live video or not, let's just use this for example. Such a small thing, but very common fear. Live video. If you're at home and you wake up and you roll over and your partner's complaining and you have a little argument with them and then you turn on the TV and the news is talking about the world's going to end and then you go in the coffee shop and Terence, the cafe owner, is complaining. It's exposed to crap, crap, crap and toxic, toxic, toxic and this stuff that's pulling you down. Even though you got your AirPods in and you're listening to a motivational message from Deepak Chopra. Even though you're doing that, um, what's going to happen is that when you've got to do your live that you said you're going to do, 10 a.m. Tuesday, I'm finally doing that live. Oh, I'm scared of doing it, but I'm going to do it. Because you've been living that daily life of the world pulling you down, it comes to 10 a.m. Because your mind has been infected with this crap, you don't feel amazing. And it comes 10 a.m., you're meant to do that live, and you get your phone, you're meant to push record. And you're like, you know what? Oh, I've got an email here that I've got to reply to. Oh, I've got to reply to comments on my um on my post, on my reel. Before you know it, you've strategically um you've strategically put things in the way so you don't have to do it. That's what happens. That's what we do. It's what our mind does. Plays tricks on us to keep us nice and comfortable, yeah?
So let's uh, move it to the Tony Robbins seminar. You're in Tony Robbins seminar. You're in this like-minded group of people. There's love. There's excitement. There's joy. There's energy. There's celebration. And your vibe has gone from low vibe to incredibly high vibration. And now it's 10 a.m., yeah? And you're like, hey, everybody, I've got to do my live, which scares the hell out of me. Can you give me a moment? You'll go do that live, even though it's scary. Even though it's still scary to you. You do it. Why? Because your state is completely different. Your state is completely different. And when we operate from this level up here, that's where, man, you start doing the work. You start doing the things that scare the shite out of you, which will allow us to grow, which will then deliver the results that we're wanting. Shite. So what do we need to do to get to this outstanding level? Because that's what it is, outstanding results. I've got to do a live. It scares the shit out of me. But when it comes to discomfort and discipline, my standards are outstanding. I follow through with my word and I do shit that scares me every day. What will happen is that you'll do the live. Because you do the live, you go, oh, I learned how to do a live. It wasn't that bad. Cool, I'll do it again. And I'll do it again, I'll do it again. The more and more that you do it, sooner or later, you get to the point where you are a beast on live video. You used to be scared shitless. You used to be able to not talk. You used to freak out. And now you speak on live like an absolute weapon, completely free, with character and charisma and dynamic and volatility. And it's just exciting to watch. The people consuming it love it. They turn up to your lives because like, whoa, <laughs> I know what I'm going to get from this live, which is going to be entertainment, inspiration, education. And you can't get to that level without first starting where you are right now, which is in the fear bubble and stepping forward with it. So when we change our standards to go from poor, average, good to outstanding, it allows us to do the work, that's which will return us the result that we want, the growth. So how the how do we change our standards? How do we increase them to go to the next level above? Well, it's pretty simple. You've got to put practices in daily which raise your standards purposely. Now, I want you to have a realization about this. Think of someone like a business owner where you're like, man, they've got crazy good standards. Their standards are outstanding Think of someone right now. Who's someone that you know when it comes to business? You're like, man, their standards are outstanding. <laughs> you got that person in mind? Here's the truth in it is uh, those standards do not come naturally to that person. You might be like, oh, they're so natural. They've got this energy. No, 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 no. They're, those standards, they're outstanding standards. How they perform to the level do not come natural. They do not wake up and go, Boom. Oh, my discipline. I'm just so disciplined. I can do anything that I say without ever feeling uncomfortable and not wanting to do it. No, no, no. They follow through with their word and a lot of the time it's uncomfortable. They don't want to do it. When it comes to discomfort, they do things all the time every single day that make them uncomfortable. They don't go there and go, oh, this is so comfortable. They feel the same feelings that you and I do. Their mindset, energy and vibe. They don't wake up and they're like constantly like, oh, I love life. They complain. 
They are ungrateful. They bitch. They moan. And the same with their health. So what the hell? Like, how do they have outstanding standards? And it doesn't come naturally. They work on it every single day. That's it. They work on it every single day because they know, just like I've shared, is that when they wake up, they're waking up in an environment in the world that is designed to pull you down. So if you do not have things in place that you do every single day, not once a bloody month, not once a week, not two times a week, every day, if you do not have daily practices that force you and push you up into outstanding statement standards, you just drop back down naturally. Yeah. So, um, well, what do we do with these daily practice? Like what's specifics? Well, you've probably heard of a morning ritual, right? Morning rituals, they're not for everyone. Um, but let me tell you right now is that if you're not getting the results that you're getting right now and you don't have the outstanding statement standards, then uh, you probably want to start doing one and taking it very seriously. And whether it's in the morning, the middle of the day, the evening, whatever, but it's got to be done every single day. And what doesn't make sense is if you go, okay, I'm not a morning person, but then you start your day and your work day in the morning and then you work on things at night, you're not getting yourself in the position to start your day with outstanding state standards. So... What doesn't really, it's not as powerful if you do your day and then at night time you're kind of doing these things because it's kind of too late. You've already done your day, you know what I mean? When you wake up and start your day, it's a brand new day. You're starting from scratch. It's reset, yeah? You can forget about yesterday and what happened, the good things that you did or the bad things or whatever. When you start your day, it's brand new day. So, yeah, if you're working in the morning, then... You've got to start the engine up the right way, right? You've got to get cranking and running the right way so you can do the things in your business. Now, I want to share with you a, a new morning, morning routine that I've been doing recently. Um, and I'm not saying that you have to do this morning routine, not at all. I just want to share with you what I do so you can possibly get ideas um, with how I do things. Okay, number one, 5.30, we wake up. 5.30, you wake up. And it's like you get up. When your alarm goes off, you get out of bed. Now, this is hard some days, yeah? It's hard because you might be in the middle of a dream. It's hard because maybe you didn't get a whole lot of sleep. It's hard because maybe just like, you know, I live in Melbourne and at the time of recording this, it's cold. You just want to be warm. It's hard. And the reason why when your alarm goes off, you must get up straight away, what is it doing? discipline what else is it doing discomfort so just the act of us getting up when our alarm goes off straight away it instantly throws our standards into outstanding when it comes to discomfort and uh, what was the other one? discipline so boom get up on time next one i've got this thing called miracle juice which is very simple it's water it's lemon and it's salt. I drink a glass of this miracle juice because uh, I know that I've got to be, I've got to have outstanding st standards when it comes to my health. I've got to stay healthy. We've got a uh, a young baby, Louis, and he's getting sick. He's going through that kind of daycare sickness thing, 
And, uh, you know, I've been catching it. I've been getting sick when he gets sick and he gets sick all the time. So I've had to put things in place to help build my immune system so I don't catch his sickness, right? So Miracle Juice, I get up on time, get out of bed, and I have my Miracle Juice straight after it, right? Which is a glass of water with the salt in it, a pinch of salt and a squeeze of lemon. Boom. Next thing is then I journal for 15 minutes. And we've spoken about journaling. But all I'm doing here is I want to get out. Because here's the thing is that we're all going to bitch and complain and moan and things like that. But what you want to do is you want to let it out. And there's generally two ways you can let this out. What most people do is they let it out in when they yell at their partner. Or they're in a traffic jam and they're bipping the bloody horn. You're like, ugh! Bip, bip! Oh, seriously. Come on. Or when they go to the coffee shop and Terrence bloody gets their coffee order wrong and then they have a go at Terrence. So that's what most people do. They let it out in anger and frustration and with no control, right? What if we could let it out, which we need to let it out? Because remember, we're going to have all this toxic stuff just by living our day-to-day life. We're going to have all this toxicity coming in. We're going to have the negative thoughts and the worries and the fears and the complaining and the ungrateful, like everything. But we've got to let it out. And one way of doing that is by journaling. By journaling. And when you wake up in the morning, you've got those shitty thoughts. Write it down on the journal and release it. Release it to the wind. Awesome. Next thing. I do 15, 20 minutes of learning. And this can be I read a book. Um, I listen to a podcast. I watch a video which is you know specifically for learning something. But what this does is that it allows me to start my day with a new bit of knowledge that I never had yesterday. So I'm more knowledgeable than the person that I was yesterday, which who, who knows what can lead to, you know, where it can lead. So for example, a big reason why I'm doing this podcast right now is because I've learned a few things recently. Hmm. And if we're coaches, probably want to be learning, yeah? Helps with creating content. After I learn, I then exercise for 20 minutes, half an hour. Why? Because... I want to make my, I want my standards for health have got to be outstanding. If I can be super healthy, I'm going to have way more energy than anyone else. So I work out and I exercise. After my exercise, I then have a cold shower for three minutes. Now, why do the hell do I do a cold shower? Well, it's good for health benefits. Number one, it wakes you up. Uh, number two, it gets your blood moving, everything like that. It's, you know, there's plenty of scientific reasons what it does for the body. Um, builds your immune system, da 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 da, all this stuff, which I couldn't really do a good job of explaining. But the real reason why I do a cold shower is because fuck, I hate it. <laughs> oh my god, it's hard as hell. Um, you know, again, Melbourne, it's cold. It's in winter right now. The water coming out of the bloody shower is freezing. Our house is freezing. You do not want to have a cold shower in the middle of winter here, yeah. Um, but I know that in order to achieve the things that I want, you know, our vision of 2030 of building the greatest programs for coaches in the world, and it's not about having the biggest company, it's about providing the most amazing experiences in our programs that no other coach or company can offer. Um, we have a top podcast around the world. We have household 
names on our podcast, the best coaches and leaders and thought uh, thinkers, thought thinkers, thought leaders um, in the world. I get invited onto these podcasts. I travel around the world. I speak in front of thousands of people. This vision that I've got for 2030, right? Man, that ain't coming unless I'm willing to bloody get crazily uncomfortable consistently. And it's no different for me. It is for you. You might have a vision that's not as big as that. You might have a vision that's bigger than that, whatever. But you and I both on the same journey, which is a journey of discomfort, because you're listening to this, which tells me that you've got dreams. You you aren't settling for the just average mediocre life. You've got dreams for a better life. And you and I are on the same journey, which is a journey of discomfort, 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 discomfort. And I know if I can do things every day in my business that make me uncomfortable, I'm going to grow. Simple as that. That's how you do it. So that's why I do a cold shower. Man, because it's hard. I go in this cold shower and I'm like, here comes the pain. I don't want to do this. But I turn the cold water on. I start the timer on my phone and I put my body under it and it sucks. Some days are harder than others. Like this morning when I had my cold shower, I was a little bit fragile mentally. So when I was in the cold shower, I was like, man, this is, oh, this is yuck. I want to get out. Some days I'm a bit more empowered and stronger where I'm like, ah, is this all you got for me? Hey, come on. But what I'm doing there is that by having the cold shower, I'm basically building my muscle when it comes to, hey, I can push myself. Even though my mind is saying, Luke, don't step into that shower. Just turn the hot on. It's all good. Even though my mind's saying that, I'm building my muscle to be able to step in to do the things that make me uncomfortable. So when I've got to jump on and do a live at 10 a.m. and live scare the shit out of me, I'm like, ah, I start my day with discomfort. So, hmm, this is all good. This is making me uncomfortable. I'm all good. Or if I've got to do the next thing that makes me uncomfortable, I've got to reach out to someone or get someone, a really high up guest on my podcast or do a speaking event or whatever it is. It primes me to do the work that makes me fucking scared, which will lead to my growth, which will then deliver the results that I want. All right, so after the cold shower, I get out and I'm feeling awesome. Feeling a bit cold because it's cold right now, but feeling good. The body's woken up. It's flowing. It's moving. I've exercised and I've journaled and I've learned. I've had my miracle juice. So then I spend 20 minutes visualizing my goals. I get grateful. I think of all the things that I have and I'm grateful for. And sometimes I just don't even think about specific things. I just feel the feeling of being grateful. Then once I've kind of got that, I then think about, okay, what do I want? What are my goals? And I think about me already having achieved those things. I'm living that person. I'm the version of myself that's already got the massive business with all the amazing clients and getting them amazing results and delivering an amazing experience and got a big team of people that's building my business for me and I'm I'm doing the podcast, I'm traveling around the world, I'm doing all the speaking events and it's living an amazing life and I think of that life as I'm in that person right now. And after those 20 minutes and the song's finished, whatever song I'm listening to, 
the song finish, I take off my headphones and then boom, it's go time. My day starts and that's how I start my work day, like that. Hey, I hope you're enjoying today's episode so far. Make sure you click subscribe to stay up to date because we release a new podcast every single week. And if you're getting value out of this, then share it. Share it with the world. Share it with someone that you know that would also benefit from it. And hey, tag us over on Instagram at Luke underscore page and we'll give you a shout out for the support. Thank you so much. Let's get back into this. Outstanding results. Sorry, outstanding standards, outstanding standards, outstanding standards, outstanding standards. It pushes my discipline to outstanding standards, my discomfort to outstanding standards, my mindset, energy, and vibe to outstanding standards, and my health to outstanding standards. Now, when I attack my day and approach my day and my standards are already at outstanding, I'm more likely to continue the day with outstanding standards. And that's how you do it, everybody. All right. This one's been a long one for a solo episode, but um, I hope you got heaps of value out of this. Um, hey, send me a um, message over on Instagram, at Luke underscore page. What was your biggest takeaway or learning from this one? What did you get? My voice is gone. I've lost my voice. But uh, it'll come back. So, from here... Well, you know what you got to do. Daily practices that are intentionally put in place consistently to raise your standards to outstanding standards across those four levels. Discipline, discomfort, mindset, and health. Hey there, I hope you loved today's episode. If you did, I would really appreciate if you could leave us a review on the platform that you're listening to this on right now. You see, your help and support allows us to spread this podcast across the world and we can't do it without you. Apart from that, make sure you're following us over on Instagram at Luke underscore page.